and welcome to Astrology Today, your regular look at the planetary movements and how astrology may affect and hopefully improve your life. Hi there, I'm Norma Lachance. I'm your host. I'm a life coach, a mathematician, and an inspired astrologer. And you've joined me for a look at the weekend perspective as well as horoscopes for the month of July for July 1st, 2022. Welcome to the podcast and welcome to Friday. Yes, end of the week here and also the beginning of the month. So I am finishing up those horoscopes for July. That's going to be air and water signs. So make sure you stick around right to the end for that. And of course, I'm going to look at the weekend, the weekend perspective, see what's on the horizon here for us. And I'll be back on Tuesday to look at the rest of the week. All right, well, let's get to it. Well, let's start off looking at the planetary ingresses just means that, you know, planets that are changing signs. And just a note on this, these are very subtle changes, even though, of course, planets are moving out out there. Um, let's start off with the moon. So uh, the moon currently in Leo and will be there pretty much all of the weekend until Sunday, uh, where it moves into Virgo. So moon and Leo. So this is really, you know, fiery, impetuous kind of creativity coming forward in your emotional responses. And I always get the question, well, okay, let's face it, it's my partner who asks me all the time, how does this affect me? And so when the moon changes sign, who's that really going to affect? Well, it we can say in general, it affects all of us, but it's definitely going to be uh, more effect on people that have perhaps sun in cancer because cancer is ruled by the moons. Or if you have a lot of planets in cancer, you might feel this a little bit more than somebody else. Now, then once it's into Virgo, um, definitely a bit more sense of groundedness or Virgo being an earth sign and maybe some more feelings of discernment, being able to kind of parse things out a little bit better. Uh, then uh, the other planet that's changing sign uh, on the fourth is Mercury moving into Cancer. Yeah, so Mercury rules, you know, our thoughts, ideas, communication, exchanges. And so this can moving into Cancer. So it's moving into more of a into a water sign. Uh, cancer is, of course, a cardinal sign. And so <clears throat> the, I think the important piece here to remember is that Mercury's moving out of Gemini where it's in dignity and acting quite strongly. So it will be, it won't be acting quite as strongly because it's moving out of that. And these ideas and thoughts and messages might be around a protective nature or maybe a bit more nurturing or emotional as the cancer piece kind of starts to affect uh, how we um, receive ideas, how we get messages. Now, again, who's going to be affected by this? Well, people who are perhaps ruled by Mercury. So that would be Gemini and Virgos might feel this shift a little bit more than the rest of us. All right, well, turning now to aspect patterns that are on the that are important to look at for the weekend, both of them involve the moon. So they're just going to be one day and that's because the moon moves on quickly and so that aspect pattern is only going to be for that one day so for today on friday we have a, a little a mini grand trine so this involves a sextile and a trine so the trine is between the moon and jupiter so jupiter tends to kind of bolster kind of empower and make greater increase grow whatever planet is in, it is in contact with so this can be around more emotions and you know people like to say that 
Jupiter is a benefic and that just means it's lucky or it's positive. And a lot of times I find, you know, Jupiter can make things go overboard. And so when it's connected to the moon, it may be actually feelings of overwhelm, like just lots of emotions floating around, lots of passion. It can also be feeling lucky, right? Uh, Jupiter can be a very lucky planet as well. So we have this trine here, which is creating a very supportive base. And out of that, both of those planets are sextile with yes venus beautiful so venus of course ruling love and uh connection uh, beauty values and so the sextile aspect really gives us a lot of productive results and so you from this passion from all these emotions you may be able to get some productive results around around love around and uh, also perhaps around your values now moving on to saturday we have a completely different energy here where the moon is involved in a t-square and that's really a tense or what's called a hard aspect so you can you know i like to think of it as productive so here we have an opposition and that's between the moon and saturn and that can represent you know oppositions are this swinging between the energies of the two kind of a teeter-totter effect so on the one hand you've got your emotional responses your reactions and on the other hand on the other end of the teeter-totter is sitting uh, Venus, which is, you know, can be limits, uh, could be an authority or an authority figure. So there might be some, you know, kind of squashing of emotions happening from an authority figure um, through this opposition. They're both squaring Uranus, which uh, that's that T squared part that creates this right triangle. And the apex or the focus planet is uh, Uranus, which means that Uranus, of course, is this independent freedom rebel energy that uh, is always in uh, in um, effect when we've got Uranus here. But the fact that it's the apex planet can mean two things. It could be the catalyst that is, you know, you're feeling you want to be independent and free, but yet there's somebody or something, you know, kind of squashing your emotional responses. Or it could be the relief, meaning the ability to feel free, to feel independent helps you kind of shirk off these potential limits that are being placed upon you. As promised, here are the horoscopes for air and water signs for the month of July. Starting off with air signs, we have Gemini. Finances and assets may come into focus in the month of July. You may use your personal resources to better nurture yourself and those close to you after the 4th, and perhaps blow the budget on fun and creativity at the end of the month. Moving on to Libra. The month of July may be a time when your reputation and career come to center stage. Allow ideas about nurturing and protection to flow in, especially after the fourth. Your natural gifts of balance and fairness may guide you in choices you need to make about your work. And finally, Aquarius. In July, you may focus on your work environment and your daily habits. Use your unique perspective on life to hone your routines to support your health. After the fourth, you may get ideas on how better to do this, so connect to your intuition. Okay, moving on to water signs. Cancer. Welcome to cancer season. This month may be an opportune phase to move forward in any personal development projects. Make this time about your appearance and how you face the world. Self-love and acceptance may be stronger after the 17th. So remember to nurture not just loved ones, but also yourself. 
Moving on to Scorpio, you may find yourself researching new and different cultures and philosophies in the month of July. This may involve long distance travel or even continuing education courses. Take time to dig deep into areas that fascinate you so that you can feel nurtured by the experience. And finally, Pisces, your childlike and creative side of yourself may emerge in the month of July. Use your flexible nature and strong intuition to guide you in projects that nurture and protect you after the fourth. You may find yourself having an inner discovery of wisdom once your sign ruler slows after the 28th. That's the podcast for today. Thanks so much for joining me uh, here. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Please remember, I'll be back on Tuesday with the Weekend Perspective. Now, if you have any questions about, you know, anything I do in the podcast, perhaps something around your natal chart or something in general about astrology, certainly send that my way. Best way to reach me is through my email. That's astrologydiva, D-V-A, at gmail.com. All right. I hope you have a fantastic day and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon soon.